Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them? Episode 121. It's starting to get too big of an episode to, like, say the number. It's, get, it's getting stupid, Lilia. I don't like it. It's 122. No. Are we having a Sofia yeah. Coppola moment? Like, Hold on. No. We are on 122. No, we're not. <laughs> yes, we are. Oh, my God. Because I literally was like, we're on 121, and we're over the first um, big hump of season two. Remember? Yeah. We've made it to episode 121. We did. Over the first little hump of season two. Oh my God, what is wrong with me? I don't know. Guys, Jesse is just gaslighting the fuck out of me all the time. It's not intentional. I don't know if we can keep going on this podcast. <laughs> I'm feeling manipulated. I don't know what's going on with my brain. It's it's like overly confident about things that just aren't reality. <laughs> Wait, also our filming time today. What? Yeah. Oh my God. I went back and checked. I was like, oh, can we do 11.15 instead of 11? She goes, I thought we were doing, I th- we said 12. I was like, yeah. no, we said, I said, well, 11. you know what it is, is that we never do 11. Like we always either do 12 or three. Like, I feel like those are the times That's we always true. choose. So I just like I mean, and it was totally fine. It's just funny. It's just <laughs> another example though, if you guess. <laughs> I know. I don't know what's going on with me. Um, I'm just tired. That's pretty much it. This is an energy drink, by the way. I'm not drinking today. I don't know why I feel the need to tell you guys this. I feel like we, we tell each other everything. I am. Well, we'd expect no less, Lily. I was going to say, I'm not actually, well, I guess I'm a little tired, but I told Jesse, I woke up this morning and it looked like someone had punched me in both of my eyes and I feel like they're still a little uh, swollen, but I don't know if it's allergies or what. What if but... like Max like farted on your face when you were sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> That's it's not pink eye. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh my That's God. I got, I got pink eye in college and it's so annoying to get pink eye because everyone immediately jumps to like, oh my God. So does that mean some fart on your pillow? And I'm like... It's just a bacterial infection. It doesn't have to come from. No, I feel like pink eye can I come from makeup a misconception. and a bunch of shit. People say it's from. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> People say it's from like poop particles, and I'm like, that's not the only way you get pink eye. But, well, think um, about it. Poop particles are everywhere. My mom was just talking to me about this, and I don't know why she told me this fact, and I have not corroborated it. So I'm just letting you know that right now. No, not just when you flush the toilet. If you don't wear underwear, which at one point in my life I did not wear underwear, that's like your poop particle catcher. So like when you fart, poop particles come out. It's like poop air, essentially. So if you're not wearing underwear, those be floating around. Yeah, but if you're wearing <laughs> pants. Depends on the kind of pants. What kind of material we talking? We need multiple layers to hold in the poop particles. I also don't fart a lot, though. Oh, can't relate. Oh, okay. Well, well, the whole reason why I was saying any of that, because you know me, I, I do always have a point. Since the poop particles go everywhere, you could be like using makeup and that could have fecal matter on it. And then you, you know what I mean? You put it on, oh, pink eye. It doesn't yeah. mean you were like sucking someone's beehole the night before. Well, that's people are literally thinking it means that like someone was like farting on your pillow. And I'm like, that's not, I mean, I'm sure people do get it that way. Yeah. <laughs> What's her name? Probably does. Kira. Um, <laughs> from okay baby known fart lover anyway oh my god we what must get started okay. what even What's was our that? first topic we never cease to amaze me uh how off the rails we can go so quickly anyway we do have three topics for you today 
We have JC Kalen. That is like a highly requested. I've seen that pretty much all over my For You page and people want us to talk about yes. that. And then we have Ariana Grande responding to home wrecking rumors, which I roll. I cannot with that. Just spoiler alert. Gaslighting yeah. us about home wrecking r- <laughs> rumors, actually. So yeah. very on um, trend for us. Then the last one you guys uh, suggested to me a bunch on Twitter last night and actually for like the last week um, about the breakdancing dad. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's what it's about. <laughs> I know it sounds like a weird thing, but quite literally, it's about a breakdancing dad. So um, we'll do that last, though. Okay. Uh, Do you want to start with JC? Because I feel like that's the main topic and people really want to see us get it out of the way. Yeah. Okay. JC Kalen is the person that, like, every time I associate him in my brain, it's like JC Kalen, Key, and Lolly. Like, they're both, what are they, best friends? Or like, they just always made content together? What's the deal with that? I wonder, I don't know how they met, but um, were they both in what's it called? O2L. O2L. Yeah, I think they were. What does that stand for? What? Our, our our second life or something? I just made that up. Holy shit. I just made that up. I was up. like, well, that'd be O-S-L. It's something life, though. Okay, let me see. If that's right, then I will be very pleased well, with it. It's myself. not because that would be O-S-L. No, second. Like two. Our <laughs> second life. That's what it stands for. Haha. When me pretending to know what I'm talking about works Wow, out. wow, wow. No, I'm being the dumb one. I was thinking OTL. That's what I was seeing in my brain. And I was like, well, that's not how abbreviations work. Abbreviations, that's not even acronyms. Whatever. Um, anyway, our second life. Yes. Yes. They were both in that. I don't know if that's how they met. Like, I don't know if they became friends because they were in that or if they were already friends. But then yeah. the two of them branched off and have been doing their own thing for a while. They did that reality house show. I honestly am super unfamiliar with their content. And I know of them because they've been around for so long. And do we know them? I have never met JC Kalen, but I've seen him in a very close proximity. And ironically, it was when he was dating Leah Marie Johnson, which he's now being called out for because oh. she was actually 17 years old and he was 23, oh. I think, or 22. I'm not sure exactly the age range there, but I can speak from experience. Uh, they were very intimate and even publicly like at that party that I was at, I was like, um, who are those people? And then that's when I found out. I'm like, oh, that's Leah Marie Johnson and JC Kalen. When we've talked about Key and Lolly before, I brought up that I was like, do we know them? No, but I feel like we should. Yeah. Like, I feel like they were in the same, like, general sphere as yeah. us. But um, I've never met either of them that I remember. They're a little younger, I think. I think so. Yeah, they are. But I also don't particularly, because I'm not, like, an avid watcher of them, I don't know many problematic things they've done. Obviously, the Leah Marie Johnson thing, people are bringing it up now i'm not sure if people yeah. used to bring it up i think people really liked them jc i feel like has been pretty unproblematic as far as public perception goes i think so and that's what makes this all so fucking weird now we recently talked about Kian lolly because he went through some drama because his wife is she wife? his wife no, no. girlfriend yeah the mother of his child Ayla, right? Mm-hmm. She posted something that basically alluded to the fact that he was not a great dad or like that she had to like ask him for permission to basically go and do an errand and it, whatever. It was just this whole drama. We talked about it. But that being said, this is way worse because I feel like we've talked about something similar to this. We have and I was going to bring that up actually. Well, it was similar to, I don't even remember the details. Wasn't there someone that was looking... Uh, it was with, I, don't know, I want to say like QT Cinderella. Someone was looking at like AI porn. 
Yeah, but I don't remember the name of them. I cannot for the life I don't either, but that's what it reminded me of because it was like he got exposed because people saw his search history. And this is how JC has gotten exposed as well. Yeah, so what JC's doing right now on Twitch is he, well, not right now, but he was for a while. And his most recent, I guess, endeavor is Twitch. So live streaming. And he just does random shit. He'll have like other people on. It's really boring. I don't know. No offense to him, but I just was looking at it. I was like, what is this? Not your cup of tea? No, not quite. But anyway, besides the point, on this live stream that we're going to be talking about, and also, spoiler alert, on multiple live streams that people have gone back and watched before they got deleted, he has been searching things, right? So he'll search, I think one time he was searching like something about a cat. And then when he's searching it, you know how there are like, what is that called? Like auto search or auto fill? Auto fill. That's what it's called. Where it will like suggest to you searches that you have made that match a similar kind of text pattern to what you're typing in. Not like predictive searching where it's like you type in a letter and it's going to just like fill in like the most common. It's like things that you have already searched and it's usually like a different color. So you can tell that that's what you've already searched. Yes. So people are a little bit confused on this. And I do want to thank one of our viewers, Jessica, because she emailed us and she came with the tea and the receipts and the links. And I mean, corrections. I'm talking like, wow, I was flabbergasted. You want to work for the show? What's her name? Jessica? Jessica. Yeah. Thank you, Jessica. And so she actually sent me a correction when she started seeing people cover this because she said, listen, a lot of people are getting this fact wrong. And the fact was that a lot of people thought he got caught on stream. Like when it happened, people were like, holy shit, what are you doing? What are you doing? And that's not what happened. That stream, someone went back to see it because on Twitch, you could replay streams that they noticed that his search history was a little fishy. Well, and I bet you, cause like when you're searching something and that comes up, it's like it changes for every letter. It's not probably usually on screen for an excessive amount of time. It probably came up really fast and no one even would have thought to really look. For sure. Yeah. So, okay. The reason why this is so bad and we're going to show you what he searched in just a second. He is engaged to someone named Chelsea Amaro and allegedly there have been like videos of her. I, I tried to find all of this. This is shit people are saying and I don't know where all of these circulate because the thing with these live streams, they're so long and they do so many of them. Like usually these streamers stream every day that like, where even is that content? Is it floating somewhere out there? Like who's going to sift through that? Not I. Um, But what they're saying is that there is a clip going around of his fiance, who's also an influencer, saying like that she trusts him around their friends that are girls or like that there has to be a certain level of trust and all that stuff, right? And JC is notoriously friends with a lot of girl influencers, like so is Kian. But that's what makes this so fucking weird because now we go to his leaked search history and just clench your cheeks. It is very awkward. Oh my God. Okay, so the first one, and I don't know what order these happened in, he was searching, I think a cat or something like that. It it was saying C-A on it, right? That was like the letters he typed in. And uh, do you want to read his suggested? Um, It says Karen Marjorie OnlyFans leak. So Karen Marjorie is a female influencer, obviously, and on OnlyFans. I don't know a lot of the people that he searched their leaks because she is not the only one. I'm not familiar with them, but people are saying that they are friends of his and friends of subsequently like the fiance as well. So that that's like extra fucked up. They're not like random ass people he chose from what I understand. Yeah. That's what we are saying. Which makes it more fucked up. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely think there's one of them at least that's like good friends with the fiance. Right. Which is why it first really became a thing. But it appears that there are more. Uh, He hadn't even typed in anything. So this is even just like recent Ugh. searches then. It says PSP, PSP candle, tame, whatever. <laughs> and then it goes to Ellie Van Deal OnlyFans leak, No Sage OnlyFans leak, 
Demi Sucks OnlyFans League. Oh, no, not Demi Sucks. Demi Sucks. What does she suck? I'm scared. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just like, you know. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Gabriella and Elisa OnlyFans League. This one got me, but I saw that there's a correction right. for this one. Potentially, this isn't as creepy as it looks, yeah. but when I first saw it, I was like, what? Tara Yummy Feet, which, side note, that's super unimportant, but where did Tara Yummy come from? Because she and her, that podcast that she's on are all over my for you page constantly first of all she does not host that podcast stop it she's not a co-host on that podcast she just goes on it a lot because they're friends i thought it was her and the guy i know and it's funny because there's been multiple situations where people have thought it literally is her podcast but it's not that is blowing my mind right now because i don't know you know it's the guy it's not like (laughs) oh i've seen her once no out of nowhere i felt like i just saw these clips everywhere also people saying she's really pretty which like she is oh my god she is but along with those two gothic boys you know the ones because yes because now after i watched like one then now every single video is all over my rebid constantly so now i feel like i know who they are but i don't know where any of them came from i don't know what content any of them make i just know generally who they are and one of the goth boys she used to date yes but the clips i see are them in that kind of like dinery looking set and it's not him it's it's the like the other um i don't know i don't know what his name is but it's his podcast well yeah it's his podcast but more importantly her name is not pronounced tara which does bother me because my high school middle school elementary school best friend her name was tara she pronounces it tara and i just can't get behind that it's tara yummy yeah got it okay anyway this is so far beyond the point so unimportant but i just i've been thinking that for a while because i've been so confused on why i feel like there's just suddenly been like this huge resurgence now just original surgeons of clips of her because i had never seen them before and well i from what i heard people saying tara has been doing youtube for a while a few years at least and Uh she just started getting really big on tiktok because of the viral memes and the like edits of her and stuff and she's really pretty so people are just kind of like now learning who she is and whatever the point is she long before she was a content creator she was a jc kaylin fan like an o2l fan and so there is a picture of tara yummy super young meeting jc kaylin then later on tara yummy becomes a like you know content creator and then they become friends her and jc kaylin which is just an interesting you know like pipeline there i don't know and then now on his leaked search history there's tara yummy feet however this is alleged again because i went everywhere digging for this clip and i could not find it but our expert jessica who emailed us said that allegedly tara yummy was the one who did the search of her feet at his like house. she did a video with him and searched it that's what they said can i find the video no i can't but maybe we will and we'll put it in here Oh, hi there. Lily here with an update as usual. First of all, yes, I am aware that there's eyeliner all over my eyelid and I wish that I could tell you what happened. Well, I mean, I know what happened. I told you earlier in the episode, I woke up, my eyes were all swollen and puffy. But anyway, I can't do anything about it now and I'm just going to die of embarrassment. But anyway, I wanted to get that out of the way first. Um, Now back to the actual topics we're discussing. The whole feet searching thing. So allegedly there was some video where they searched it together and it was like a joke. But just like Jesse, I couldn't seem to find that video either. And I also saw a lot of people point out, and I had this thought too when I was pulling these assets, the way that these search results are coming up. This one in particular, it's not him typing in a letter and then it popping up. This is with just a blank thing and the Tara Yummy feet is in the middle of all of the OnlyFans things. So as far as I'm aware, the way that this works is uh, we're looking at like chronological searches that he made. 
So not only, um, I guess, people said that she hadn't been on his stream, like, around this time, within, like, a few days, and it also is, again, in the middle of him searching for the OnlyFans leaks, which makes me so uncomfortable. As Jesse just said, Tariemi used to be a fan of his, and I guess he's like a decade older than her. Like, she's not underage, but feels a little weird and inappropriate and wrong. I mean, all of this is inappropriate and weird and wrong, but oh, speaking of inappropriate and weird and wrong, I figured out some of the relationships we have going on here, but I'm gonna let us finish going through all the search results because yes, there are more, and uh, then I'll chime back in and tell you who's who. Spoiler alert, it is not good. Not good at all. The thing is that it doesn't negate like all the other shit. You know what I mean? So it doesn't totally. really like it's not super relevant to me because the feet is the least weird thing. But when I saw it, that was the one that stood out to me just because yeah. I don't understand foot fetishes, to be honest. Oh, we don't kink shame on this podcast. Actually, we do. No, I'm not kink shaming. I'm just saying I genuinely like my mind cannot even remotely comprehend why. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what I found the most interesting about the Tara Yummy search before I knew that it was allegedly her that did it was that she is the only one that he searched that didn't do an OnlyFans. So I was like, is he searching like the most intimate part of her that she's like not even consenting to essentially like to put on the internet? It's kind of like how we talked about WikiFeet where people just put up pictures of your feet that you were like, okay, I did have that on the internet, but not for that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of strange. So that I found the most interesting. But anyway, there are more. Um, Continuing, Lyra Clark OnlyFans leak. That one was after the Tari on me feet. Yeah. <laughs> and then Texas Chainsaw Massacre game and Spy Kids them. And then there's another still. So this is all from the same stream because he went to the cat. I don't know what he was looking up, like cat face paint. What the fuck? But anyway, on this screenshot, it says no Sage OnlyFans leak. There's also another Ellie Vandiel OnlyFans leak. There's so many OnlyFans leaks. So he's basically just searching. He doesn't. He doesn't want to pay for it. He just wants to see the leaks that people kind of, isn't that illegal for them to put that out? First of all, isn't that like their protected IP? Probably to put it out, but not to look at it. But also not what to I look think at is it, but I mean, interesting yeah. is that these again are coming up with like, there's no letter even typed in. So this is just like time frame wise. Very recent. But that means that he searched a couple of these twice. Is that shocking to you? I mean, yeah. there's so many. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I probably searched them three times. No, but I'm just pointing out that like, because the ones we just read were not in this order. And this is in chronological order, as far as I'm aware. So it wasn't like a quick, like, not that that really changes anything. But a couple of them he did look up twice. And then this is another screenshot. But instead of actually searching in Google, this is a website search. And it shows that he was visiting the Wild Latina on Twitch. And when I searched up the Wild Latina on Twitch, it is as explicit probably as Twitch will let you get. Like, you know, full like in a thong bikini and like showing ass and like very intentional, you know, sexualness. It's not like she's playing a game he really likes. You know what I mean? Got it. Another search that they found was Trisha Paytas layers of cum. However, if you remember, that is a video that Trisha Paytas put up on YouTube. However, however, still weird in comparison to like everything else. I'm like, it's not an innocent search when you couple it in with everything else. In my opinion, that's Allegedly. And then he also searched Trisha Paytas cake. And then some people were speculating that she's talked about cake sitting on her OnlyFans, which is like sitting on a cake. 
You get it. And what's also notable here is that I don't know if it was him or his mods or whatever, but after this came out and he realized what was going on, they erased like 30 streams from his Twitch. So you can no longer watch them like the playback of them. 30 streams is insane. Yeah. And Jessica, the person, our correspondent, I guess, um, she told us that they were posting them to Reddit. So like people were posting all the leaked searches and there are so many of them. And as that was happening, those would get deleted from his Twitch. Like it was kind of like they were just keeping up with it. Like so someone was watching it and being yeah, like, oh probably. shit. Even though that's funny that I guess they made it so people couldn't get further proof or they could claim that maybe yeah. they were photoshopped. I think the two main things that I've seen are number one, people being like, oh, why wouldn't he just use like incognito mode? Like why would he use this computer for that? And honestly, I kind of understand what they're saying in the sense of like, why would you search porn on your streaming computer? That is insane. No, that here's my thing. I was going to say, I'm not saying that that is what he should have. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying he should. He shouldn't have right. searched him to begin with, mm -hmm. obviously. But it's weird that you would be that stupid. Like, I say that all the time. Like, when people are, like, way too honest about certain things, I'm like, why wouldn't you lie? <laughs> I'm not saying you should lie, but it's just insane that you wouldn't think about that ahead of time. Like, do you remember when COVID happened and then everybody was on Zoom calls and, like, how many people got caught, like, masturbating on <laughs> work calls? And it's like, did not are you know that dumb? that's where you were going to go with that? No, but, like, you were, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no. Well, I mean, honestly, I think of even, like, when I've been screen recording things, I've screen recorded, like, a Google search, like, where I'm just typing something into Google, and I'll go in incognito mode so it doesn't show my search history, not because I have, like, like only fans things coming up but it just is like it just looks weird it's There's like too much shit there yeah or it's just like then that takes away the focus of what you're searching for because people are looking yeah. at the search history i'm doing it from more of like a visual standpoint but i just don't understand why you wouldn't think about that ahead of time especially if you like i think about that and i'm not searching anything weird i mean that's <laughs> i'm searching stuff maybe that's weird but not like sexual stuff or stuff that i like can't have people know so i don't know why especially if you were doing something that you know you're not supposed to be searching for why you wouldn't be right that's my cautious. number one thing and although i agree with it my overall sentiment is you shouldn't have been searching it anyway like especially if you know these people that is so fucking weird and invasive i hate it but number two it's the aspect of him being engaged to someone that allegedly even if it was as an acquaintance and even if it wasn't known at all like she didn't know them you are engaged to someone and you're searching even other she, influencers he just had a fiance, yeah. when you're an influencer yourself like you're you're searching their new and they're you know whatever I don't know listen it depends on their agreement as a couple I have to say like it depends on what they're okay with if porn is cheating to her or not I was gonna say but it, the thing is is that it's not just porn it is other influencers that he personally knows that That's is fucking the thing weird. the whole incognito thing doesn't come down to like oh he should have done that it's just like wow he's that stupid mm, interesting <laughs> but like no, unless she was for some reason okay with it. But I mean, even I guess if she, she was wasn't. completely okay with it, though, that brings up the point of that is still weird if you know them. It's a very difficult and like kind of nuanced conversation because people who do OnlyFans, unfortunately, do have the understanding. And I've heard people say horror stories all the time where they've seen like they've noticed their cousins have signed up and shit oh like God. that. Like they unfortunately are putting out some of the most like sensitive shit you can put out and then you can't really control someone from buying a subscription. Like they could use a different card, they can yeah. change the name. Like it is really difficult to kind of filter that. But all of that, like, technicality aside, it's wrong. Like, I think it's fucking wrong. Yeah, I was gonna say, just because they, like, literally can, they're 
like it's it's physically possible for them to look it up doesn't mean it's um morally not reprehensible. I think on many levels what JC did was wrong and he did address it. So we have his addressing it, apology, whatever you want to call it. This is him addressing everything. He chose to do it live, which I mean I think that was a good idea. Not necessarily that he said all the right things, but I'm just saying like, you do it on the platform you fucked up on. I told you I'd be back. Before we move on to JC's uh, apology, I felt like it was necessary to clarify the relationships between him and the girls whose only fans he was creeping on, as well as their relationship to his fiance, because that is relevant. Now, keep in mind, these are coming from Reddit, so I don't know if they're like completely valid, but it seems like a lot of these people are in agreement. And this first one reads, Lyra Clark is literally his fiance's best friend and roommate. <sighs> so that's a lot. It goes on to say that Ellie and Demi are his friends and Rio is his ex. I'm not sure who Rio is in regards to the search history situation, but I, I assume they were in there. Um, and then it also says that Tara is his friend, which we already knew. Someone responds to that comment though and says, not only is Demi his friend, but in 2021, when him and Chelsea were broken up, he had a thing with Demi and I'm pretty sure they were hooking up. Again, this is Reddit, so I don't know how legit that information is, but oh my God, if it is true, I this is just, I feel so bad for his fiance. And as for the fiance's best friend, this other comment seems to confirm that. They said, one is his fiance's best friend, Lyra, and he's also friends with, slash has done lives with her and her boyfriend, Corbin, from the band Why Don't We? The Ellie girl, I believe he's done some lives with her and he let her use her pool for a live. I'm assuming they mean his Cool. Regardless, it says Tara, he's friends with her in the same friend group for some years and he has done lives with her recently. He's also friends with her then boyfriend, now ex. The rest of the people, I don't know. So I don't know his relationship with them. But then they follow up and say, update, Ellie and Demi, he's friends with them. Ellie has now unfollowed him. And I believe she did a stream last night talking about the situation and posted a screenshot that said, how to delete a search history, basically shading him. And Rio is his ex. Anyway, um, that's all. So I guess now it's time to hear his apology, which by the way, quick correction, Jesse said that he gave this live, but come to find he uh, was on live and then he announced that he was going to show a recorded video of his apology. So this is actually pre-recorded. but if I didn't tell you, you probably wouldn't realize because it definitely seems like it's live. You'll see what I mean. Anyway, this is what he had to say. I wanted to make this video for the people that truly care for me and truly want to hear me out. And my Twitch community that come to my streams day in and day out, I want to own up. I owe you guys that. Um, a lot of you guys have been there for me, and a lot of you guys count on me and bet on me. For those that don't know, but um, there was a day in October where I searched up some things on the internet. And out of pure curiosity. Not the curiosity. People are gonna that reminds me of that other think. one that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Um, I uh, disrespected 
some people. And um, I want people to know that um, although this is a private matter between my fiance and my friends, um, it's out to the world and it's hard to say and loud and but I fucked up. I want everyone to know that I have uh, I have called my friends and I have apologized to them and I have talked to my fiance about things and I want everyone to know that we're okay. Um, my friends are okay. They're really supportive and gracious on forgiving me, and my fiance is very gracious and forgiving. And we have talked it out, and everything is fine. He basically goes on to say that people should not like contact his fiance, that it's not really had nothing to do with her. It's not her fault, whatever, because I guess a lot of people had been messaging her and he lit. Uh, I've never seen someone talk so slow. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, wow. Wow. So I'm going to skip a little bit ahead. And I, I get the not contacting his fiance because like, I'm sure she doesn't want to keep, it's like people being like, right. oh my God, did you see this? And she's probably like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Fuck up. And I'm um, here to um, pay the consequences, so, um, I don't know, I, I don't, you know, going forward, I don't want this to define our relationship, because it's not, and it will not, so, um, that's really it, um, but, as for those that come to my streams, I usually stream every day to relieve stress from people and to relieve stress from me and to get away from things that are going on in other people's lives. And Oh my God. Okay. Literally, he's just saying the same thing. And wow, he's, I'm sorry. I, I just have to pause him there. That's great. If he spoke to the people that he searched up, apologized to them, they accepted that apology. Same to his fiance fine unfortunately it's not a private matter because you fucked up so badly now everybody knows when he you know, said that that's i was like well i mean when you're live streaming though it, everyone else gets involved too but you know okay i would like to pick the the brains of the girls that he was searching up because i remember when we talked about that situation you were referencing where that person was searching like deep fakes those people were deeply offended and obviously it's like a little bit more nuanced because they don't do OnlyFans and they were searching. They didn't fakes. consent to having that content up to begin with. Yeah. yeah. But do you think that the fiance, and I don't know, I don't want to like assume what she's thinking. Do you think that she really believes that he was searching all of those things out of curiosity? That's, I said that that reminded me of the other one because I remember that other streamer that his whole thing was kind of like, I just got so many pop-ups and it just kept getting pushed to me. And I just like, I clicked one out of curiosity and it was kind of like, oh, okay. I'm like you clicked it because you wanted to but um this is a little different for me because 
he searched it. I mean, uh, not that the pop-ups make it okay, like, at all. That was disgusting for multiple other reasons. But this, it was like, yeah, out of curiosity, you searched it. Like, I guess my question would be, like, he says it was just this one day. Has he searched them before? It was clear, obviously, on this day, he was really into the whole leaks thing. <laughs> yeah, but he's not, it wasn't just one day because multiple of the pictures when he's searching, he has different shirts on. Oh. So it wasn't just one day and that's why he deleted over 30 streams. That's the thing because he he's kind of minimizing it to be like, it was just this like one day that I happened to be looking at a few of them and it's like, well, maybe it was more of a habit, which that's a bigger problem. I don't know. The, the whole curiosity thing, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I know for a fact, porn is a tricky thing. I think it's a slippery slope for a lot of people. And I think that especially men do get kind of wrapped up in that fantasy world where it makes the real world a little more lackluster. And then they start like using it as a crutch. And it's just this really bizarre thing. And I think happens. they're able to like compartmentalize it. So it's like, well, porn's not cheating. I'm just like looking at it. It's fine. But I think it crosses right. a very weird, line when again you know the people and that they're potentially yeah. friends with your fiance so much of his career now is working with other influencers he doesn't do content usually as i mean aside from even though you actually said the streaming usually involves other people too but yeah. so he's mm -hmm. constantly collaborating with other creators that makes it a little interesting too and i feel like people For might sure. Avoid him. I was going to say, I don't know if this is going to be the case, but I think that that is going to make people maybe, at least uh, girls, think twice before collaborating with him if they have an OnlyFans or if they have some kind of content like that out there. They might be like, mm, that's a little creepy. But also, I don't know, can't speak for them. Maybe they don't care at all because they're like, well, if the content's out there, I assume people are looking at it. I hope for the fiance's sake, I do hope that they had the conversation in depth about like pornography and shit because yeah. I have dated a few people that, hmm... I'm glad I didn't end up with. I'm just like, that was too much of a problem in, in those situations where it's like, I don't need to be dealing with that for the rest of my fucking life. So I do hope they had yeah. very in-depth conversations about, hey, how often do you seek things like that out? Why did you seek that out? Because if she, I'm sorry, yeah. and, and this is not to judge her, but if she bought that, like, I was just curious. Like, I don't believe that for a second. Genuinely, I don't believe it. I do think that he sought that out to, like, lust over those things. But ultimately, he didn't commit a crime or something. He just, you know, did something that was definitely creepy and I'm sure horribly embarrassing for him and his fiance. And, like, they just want to, you know, push this away and just forget about it. I can understand yeah, that. Sure. But ultimately, I do hope he understands why what he did was so weird. And it seems like he's very ashamed. Like, I don't know. Watching his apology feels very uncomfortable. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think that his apology was fine. I think the only thing that maybe he could have, and maybe he did say it. I, we didn't watch the thing. <laughs> like, the only thing maybe he could have added was that specifying that like, yes, this content is out there, but it being people that he is acquainted with at the very least is crossing a bit of a weird line. I think that's what he meant by like, I fucked up. But yeah, I agree with you. It would have been nice to see him go a little bit more into depth of like, why did you fuck up? And why was it so wrong to do that? Just to like, make sure he gets it. Because again, the curiosity thing just kind of gave a little bit of bullshit. And then he was like, oh, but I did fuck up. It was a weird apology. Basically saying like, elaborating a little more on like, why it was so disrespectful to the fiance yeah. and these people. And like, even though, because a lot of people might kind of dismiss it. Well, they put the content up there right. and it's like yeah but not for their friends to look 
at. And know? again, he's not paying for it. That's even more insulting. He's looking for leaks, which is like a fucked up thing people do to OnlyFans creators. So how bad can this get? You're searching up your friend's OnlyFans, but not even paying for it. Give me a break. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna be a creep, at least support them, right? <laughs> no, literally. And then I'm like, maybe he didn't want like the footprint on his bank account or something for his fiance to see. But now the whole internet saw, so where did that <laughs> get he you? left it in his search history. Yeah. But anyway, that's pretty much the JC Kalen thing. He has been MIA since then, just kind of staying off the internet. I'm sure he'll be back on soon. And I'm sure everyone will just kind of move on. It's not the end of the world, but it's definitely in my opinion, super fucking creepy. And if it was me in that situation, I don't know that I could have gotten past that. Like, it's just a very weird situation where I would be like, oh, so you're looking at your friends. Like, you you, you look at them like that. Because it's one thing to think, like, I'm sure my partner finds other people attractive and sexy. And it's another thing to, like, see them seeking that out. And to be seeking out content from people that are, like, because even you, you said, like, porn, often it crosses a line into, like, looking at, like, a fantasy or mm -hmm. something. But this is looking at people who are, like, not to say that they would cheat with him or something, but, like, that are potentially attainable. Right. Like, he, d he knows them and, like, could have yeah. maybe, a, like, you know. No, little, yeah, for sure. That would nuanced. freak me out. Well, and just, again, because even, like, when he's doing, because he does so much, like, behind-the-scenes creator stuff as well with other creators like reality house he's not in that yeah like, imagine in the future he needs to travel for work and there's girls there i would just be like oh hell no like that's not happening yeah, so. it just raises a lot more questions i think yeah but um honestly i do wish the best for like their relationship and his friendships yeah. i do hope they all really get past this and that he learns more importantly from this to not be a creep. And also I need to look more into that Leah Marie Johnson thing because that is like criminal. Like if he really did date her and those were the ages and she has suffered so much in her life, like it's just, that would be yeah. so disturbing. And I need to look into that. But from what I can see, that is true. They did have that age gap. Well, that's, I actually just saw something just came up on my free page the other day not to like bring up something and try and stir the pot or anything. Uh, but I just saw a clip of when Tana was like 17 and it's a clip of her and Cody Ko. I've heard that recently too. Apparently they hooked up and I'm pretty sure she has said that and he like literally just like had a baby and is happily married and everything yeah. and great but this clip I saw she gets up and she is 17 in the clip and he's like 21 at least. More than that I think because he's m my age. Okay never mind then. <laughs> I think he probably was closer to like 24 or 25 mm. but she gets up and it's not even like oh maybe he was he is just staring directly at her ass. Mm. And I'm like, oh, you left that in? Okay. I think that people would be surprised how often that happens. And when it's James Charles, we're fucking pouncing on his ass. And when it's other men, we're just like, eh, okay, whatever. I know in their head, they were like, oh, we're influencers. Like, it doesn't really, like, I don't even think they thought of it like that. I feel like it gets lost in this, like, how I've even described how Vine parties sound like it was just like college. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of how people like the Wild West. looked at it. And it didn't feel to them and even to people watching probably that it didn't seem like predatory because they're all friends and they all are kind of in the same world. But it technically it is. Yeah. Like, that's not that's not OK. Yeah. To go through with something like that, even though you're both influencers, you're both in the same world. And it happens in Hollywood all the time, too. Like. Yeah. 
how many Disney stars and shit have talked about things like that. They're forced to grow up very quickly. Yeah, because you're all in the same space. It's just like, okay, well, we'll just have sex. And it's like, maybe don't have sex with yeah. people that are underage. So there's a lot there. I would like to dive into that another day, but this took up all my time because I was looking at the millions. Literally, there was no shortage of screenshots. Like they found so many search history things. But anyway, we can move on to our next topic, yes. which is Ariana Grande. Ariana. And this is a very, very quick one because she did an interview with Zach Sang show or Zach Sang, I guess is his name. Yeah. Um, and it's not in his usual like studio. They did it in like this barren warehouse. I don't, what well, was that? He has relationships. It seems like with a lot of celebrities where they will do interviews with him, but they won't do it with like mainstream outlets because I think they're just friends with him. Or is it just like another Sophia Franklin situation? I almost said Koopo. Oh my God. I get what you're saying. I don't think exactly that. It's not like a complete, like we didn't research at all, but I think he is willing to only ask them what they want to ask and they're not going to push and they're not, he's not going to try and sensationalize it right. a lot because he does want to keep that relation. I think they have long standing working relationships that he doesn't want to fuck up. So he's not going to press them, pull anything. anything out because he knows that he's going to get an exclusive interview interview with this person who doesn't usually talk to people it doesn't really matter what they say yeah so he allows ariana in this clip that we're about to watch basically to just say a whole bunch of shit and just be like oh, and he yeah, doesn't okay. push back at all yeah yeah oh but i so i was gonna say it doesn't look like it's in his usual thing but i think she maybe wanted to do an interview but doesn't want to do it with a mainstream outlet, he would have gone to her or like they would have set it up and like found a way to gotcha. facilitate it. So this is going viral on TikTok right now. This is Ariana addressing the rumors that he doesn't outright ask her this, but you'll see how he asks her. Addressing the rumors that she is a homewrecker, which we have talked about extensively on this channel. We had a correspondent, Bo's here. I was going to say, Bo, damn it, because Bo's wanted to come back on and talk about something and this would have been perfect. Ethan Slater, who we lovingly and actually not lovingly Spongebob. at all call Spongebob on this channel yeah. because he played Spongebob in the musical of Spongebob and it's just horrible and he's a very cringy character and I do want to throw out before anyone gets mad at us because we got so much hate in the comments on that video about how we were bashing Spongebob is it Spongebob the musical is that what it's called yes I think and I want to say right now we never were commenting on the musical itself. My main sentiment going around that entire situation was um, I thought it was hilarious that he <laughs> doesn't need to be dressed as SpongeBob to very much still be SpongeBob. I'm sorry, as someone who is a musical theater enthusiast, I was a thespian, okay? Troop 6822, bitch, look it up. Every clip I have seen of the SpongeBob musical looks extremely amateur and juvenile and it just looks silly. Like it looks silly for real. I personally do not like it. That is okay, my well opinion. Okay, and I get Never to have mind. that. I was just speaking for me that I was not ever speaking about. I don't think we were even talking about the musical. We didn't talk about it. We only talked about him. Well, anyway, there was a lot of people in those comments that were defending the creative choices. And I was just going to say, I didn't either. I have no comment on the SpongeBob. I don't give two shits about the SpongeBob musical, to be honest. So well, me neither. But anyway, I was just going to preface that this is not about the production or anyone else involved. Anything we say is just about Ethan Slater, except for what Jesse just said. When did it become like a sin or like not right to not like something like artistic, even though like, yes, a lot of people put a lot of effort into it. That's what I saw. Like the main sentiment was like, so many people are so talented on that cast. I'm sure. But that doesn't change uh, the fact talented. that if you put a talented cast into something like, have you seen the JLo movie on fucking prime? The, mm -hmm. um, this is me now where it's like a whole movie that she funded herself because everyone denied her. She paid $22 million. Okay. To have this movie about her love life made. And it choice. is basically a, long ass music video it is horrid 
You need to watch it. It's that bad. Makes sense why no one would fund it then. But in it, she has Post Malone, Kiki Palmer, Neil deGrasse Tyson, like all of these celebrities that are extremely talented and like smart. And you're putting them in a production that sucks ass. That can happen. Talented people can exist in really poor projects. I just want to say that right now. I'm not shitting on the people or like the talent of the cast and what they maybe have participated in before. I'm saying the show's ass. All right. And I reserve that right. Maybe I shouldn't right. have brought it up. I was going to say, I don't, I'm not commenting at all. I haven't seen it. I don't know anything about it. You know, this is just a perfect example of you can have differing opinions. Anyway, so back to Ariana. Okay, that's why we're here. We're not talking about SpongeBob. I mean, we kind of are, but not really. So she addresses these homewrecker rumors. And what she had to say was interesting. Let's just watch it before I keep talking about the musical and get canceled. I, 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 when I listen to this album, I feel like you're sharing yourself in a way that one you haven't done in a while, and then two, I feel like you're feel like you're talking. Oh my god, I know where they are. To people who feel like they they know you but don't. Sure. Yeah, I get what you're saying. There is a sense of misunderstanding. It's for my fans. There is a sense of this album where you're talking to people who have come to their own conclusion. What? People have crafted their own narratives. Yeah. The thing is, is that like we know this about the tabloids and about the media and about like. Am I crazy? Don't we know this? Yeah, but nobody nobody cares for the sake of a good story or for right. for curing one's boredom on the internet. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's like we selectively remember that this is what the tabloids do to people, especially women, based on whether or not we like the person. We selectively remember that. We selectively leave space for humanness, for nuance. Like they don't leave space for that. Well, they do for their friends and their family. It's selective. Yeah, but but when the, but when they turn it off when that aligns with the version of a person that they have in their head that they want to believe is true. Does that make sense? hundred yeah. percent. But, but, but I don't say this for them. Again, I'm saying it for my fans, for myself. Is there anything you wish people knew? About what? Any of it? All of it? You? <laughs> <laughs> That's a two-handed grip, eh? <laughs> Plenty. We don't have enough time, but if you guys want to come to La Masseria one night, <laughs> please let me know. <laughs> we can get into all of it. <laughs> no, I, I feel like we don't need to go into any specifics, but of course there's like an insatiable frustration, inexplicable, hellish feeling with watching people misunderstand the people you love and you and the anything that uh, it's, uh, yeah, of course. It is, it's, it's annoying, but I do feel like this album quiets that. Oh God, I hope so. I, I don't really, think it does. I really do I think, think so. it does. I think it's the absolute worst idea. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Well, because pieces of it touch on things that are real and then pieces of it are also just like. A part of the concept. Yeah, part of the concept. So what is that? I'm so yeah, you could tell Zach saying is definitely a pro at maintaining celebrity relationships because yeah. how many times did he bring up the album when she wasn't even fucking talking about the album? Oh, yeah, he no, wanted he... the tea and you turned it away. I'm Come sure on. that when they discussed doing this interview, the whole thing was like, okay, we're going to talk about the concept of the album. <laughs> that was the right. Line. Okay, so I have thoughts. Number one, wow, her ponytail's thick. That is a thick ponytail. That must give a headache like no other. My first thought was, I've been there before. The ponytail? <laughs> no. Wait, what? The location. 
you've been in that place an abandoned warehouse where is yeah, that it was i can't remember now i want to say downtown la probably but when i did the accuview uh campaign with clever it was one of the first big things i ever worked on it was actually like probably the biggest thing i've ever worked on i think i just got hired it was with like demi lovato and shay mitchell and their photo shoot was in this warehouse oh interesting well okay to touch on the topic of her addressing everything i put that in quotes because is she really she says she doesn't no, want to get into specifics nobody bit. ever wants to get into fucking specifics my thing is is she is painting this as you know like when you would as a kid go into the supermarket and those magazines that are like in the checkout aisle and they are so blatantly obviously false like they'll photoshop like cellulite onto somebody and be like oh my god they got fat like just horrendous titles that you're just like horrified by she's trying to paint the situation as that and that is not what we're talking about like for those of you that don't know what happened she was filming as Glinda in Wicked the movie which by the way what the fuck they're coming out with two movies like they're splitting it up into two parts for some reason I like thought maybe it was because we were talking about Spongebob the musical I didn't realize that it was a movie yeah I thought it was like she was going on Broadway or something no but now it makes sense why it's all taken so long yeah no they're filming a movie and they're filming a movie that's two parts which is the weird as shit like Wicked does not need to be torn up into two parts that's why it's a one part musical anyway I love Wicked the musical I've seen it many times on Broadway and it's just it's wonderful she's Glinda I don't know how I feel about the trailer so I shall shut up about that but she is filming with many people but one of the people that she's filming with is Ethan Slater and Ethan Slater prior to filming was a happily married to his high school sweetheart man who had just newly had a child I think a couple months like not even a year before they started filming. Yeah. And why that's relevant is because the bombshell was dropped one day that him and his wife were splitting up because he moved on to Ariana Grande, which is someone that he was filming with. So people drew the conclusion, which makes the most sense, that he left his wife for Ariana Grande and that she was a homebreaker, essentially, which he's the one who wrecked the home. Yes, I understand. Fuck him. But honestly, fuck both of them because she has a pattern of this, right? She has done this with Pete Davidson. Uh, His ex, was it a girlfriend? Yeah, it was a girlfriend. Um, Came out and said, hey... Pete left me and then like two days later was in the tabloids with Ariana Grande. Like there is a pattern of her doing this. And that's what I think is interesting is she says like, we know this, like this is what the media does. She's kind of painting herself to be like how like Britney Spears when we look back and see like how horrible the media was to her. The thing is that I can't get past, I'm like, no one hated Ariana Grande. No. Like even though she had done that, like people looked at that, I guess after the Ethan Slater thing, it really kind of blew up and people were like, Oh, I didn't realize that had happened. Leading up to that, Ariana was like on top of the world. Everyone fucking loved Ariana. So she's like, people pick and choose. If they don't like that person, then they're going to go after them. But like people did like Ariana. And this was what kind of opened a lot of people's eyes to be like, oh, maybe she isn't so great. Which, yeah, people are making assumptions. But it did then come up and it was a very clear pattern. Whether or not she was like someone that these guys were cheating with. No one's going to know. Well, I mean, some people I think past girlfriends have come out and said that they like knew for a fact that she was. But still, hearsay, whatever. Whether or not they hooked up before or if they left and then immediately got with her, it is interesting to see such a consistent pattern with 
every single guy that she's been with. Yeah. I think that people took the Ethan Slater one the hardest because he was married to his high school sweetheart who has supported him and his climb to fame, I guess, or like just like being high up in Broadway and like doing so many shows and just being by his side while he did all of that. And also being by his side while he was filming this movie with her. Like she would go and visit, you know, they're filming across the world. And I think my problem with them in particular, it's like, could Ethan and his wife, like maybe they were having problems and maybe they were going to split up anyway. But the fact that then they did split up and he immediately, it seemed like, not just like got with Ariana, but like started publicly going out and like flaunting. Like they went to like fucking Disneyland. Yeah. It wasn't like they cut, like tried to keep this under wraps. They were like, we're in a relationship and we're proud of it. And it's like, maybe you shouldn't be though. The thing that a lot of people are referencing now, like in the comments and stuff, is that his wife or ex-wife, I guess, had come out and, and publicly stated basically that she was fucking horrified and blindsided. Now, I see a lot of people referencing something along the lines of, I couldn't find, you know how people fucking just throw out shit, me. But I saw a lot of people referencing that she allegedly said like, oh, I didn't know how much of what I was gonna say was gonna be public. I think she maybe was speaking to someone and didn't know what was gonna be off and on the record and was kind of like, oh shit, when all of that came out. But that being said, it has come out that she was blindsided. It has come out that the wife was just like, what the fuck? Like we were just married, we were just happy. And not only that, there was proof of it because Ethan Slater had posted pictures on Instagram of his family, of his wife, basically saying she's the best mom, she's the best wife, he loves her so much. And then less than a year later was with Ariana Grande. Like. That is a lot. When you have a child with someone, you are with someone for so long, your high school fucking sweethearts, you think that that is just like something we should all be like, well, you know, he just moved on. No, that is insane to leave your wife, your longtime partner, the mother of your child for Ariana Grande because you're filming a movie together. And then enter into a public, very public and flaunted relationship. And that's my thing. I'm like, who are we to say like how long it takes to move on after you break up with someone? But to do it publicly and like act like yeah. it's just like, oh, look at my new relationship. They weren't secretive about it. Yeah, I think that it's an interesting insight that it gives into her brain and how she perceives everything that it's very much like everyone's blowing this out of proportion when I think that everybody knows what happened. Like, I think that the people that forgive you, quote unquote, first of all, it's not our place to forgive you. Like we were yeah. not involved in that situation. But the people that are just like, oh, OK, whatever, get over it are just people that are going to be your fans no matter what anyway. Like people that don't care what she did to Jeanette McCurdy, people that don't give a shit about anything she done they're just like oh, okay that's fine I love her music but the reality is what happened happened and everyone knows it happened like what else do you want me to say I think she's just neglecting that in the best case scenario it was disrespectful as fuck and in the worst case scenario it was potentially much more disrespectful yeah I think that there's aspects of it too that are just insane like you're gonna tell me that you held their baby remember that like whole aspect of it that she held the baby and was like I want a family like you guys or some shit like that like that's fucking insane to then end up with that person I don't know I just feel like the situation, it was really sad to see a family ending over what everyone believes to be a relationship that is going to be much like Ariana's other relationships that just they don't last. Like they're just she moves on to the next thing. Well, and it's like, oh, we don't know her. I can't know for sure what's going on in her head. But it does seem like every relationship seems to be like, this is the one. And like she then kind of dismisses or minimizes any problems around it because like, no, no, you don't understand. We're in love. But it's like, 
Well, yeah, but you've done that before. Yeah, I think that she is addicted to love. I think she needs to go to Jennifer Lopez's Love Anonymous. What is it? Love Addicts Anonymous. Oh my God, girl, you really have to watch that movie. It's so bad. But, you know, I think that really she needs to do some soul searching because she is someone that is chronically, what is that called? Codependent. Like when you constantly yeah. need a relationship a to monogamous. kind of, yeah, definitely. And I think that that's an issue in and of itself, but especially when the men that you're constantly getting into relationships with are, we'll say freshly out of recent ones. Like maybe she isn't the one that they're cheating with and they do like officially break it off first, but she seems to then take that as like, well, it was good. Like, look at the timeline. If you are getting with someone way too soon, you haven't worked through what the fuck just happened. Like, you know, you, yeah. you need to just look at like, hey, what even went on there? Like just on a basic level, not even knowing what relationship we're talking about. Any relationship that ends needs some reflection. And if you don't have time to reflect, that's a red flag. And she consistently goes with people that don't have time to reflect and then just moves on. And, oh, we're happy in love and we figured everything out. Impossible. And that's why it never works. Yeah. So anyway. Allegedly, in my opinion. I think it's rich, you know, her bringing this up in such a like, what even way? Like she just deflected to the weirdest Very references dismissive. yeah she completely dismissed it and to that i say again everyone knows what went on like we weren't there but like i believe that wife i believe that she was blindsided and i think that that's fucked up ariana should have just uh you know stay quiet on this one because she doesn't look great all in all ariana what are you doing here why why why'd you do this i i do not understand okay so the breakdancing dad, um, there's a girl named Maddie and about a couple weeks ago, she posts this TikTok where she talks about like, what's some funny family trauma that you have? And she doesn't seem emotionally like scarred by it, but like a little bothered. I'll just let her tell the story. What's a piece of trauma that you have? That's funny. It has to actually be funny. I'll go first. My dad abandoned my family when I was five years old. That is um, a wife and four kids. He abandoned us and then pursued amateur breakdancing and he got really good <laughs> he like blew up like he became like a d-list celebrity status like viral breakdancer he became like the oldest actively competing breakdancer in the world then he got on good morning america and talk shows and washington post wrote about him and he went super viral and he did all these interviews and he danced with paula abdul and here i'll show you to see take a look at this 60 year old breakdancer yes 60 years competition in Philadelphia and he may not have won but he I tell you what he is winning over a lot of people on the internet yes. he really is yeah. yep he's winning a lot of people on the internet this guy wouldn't pay my medical bills he's kind of eating the worst part damn it he's good he should not be able to move his body like that it's like impossible it's beautiful hey dad like there was no split custody or anything. Like he just like left four kids to do that. He may not have paid for some of my medical bills growing up, but he did give me this breakdancing merchandise. So that's him. He's on his head. Benny Hanna is his b-boy name because his name is Ben Hart. You know, I'll get texts like this. Happy birthday question mark. And then like links to his to his breakdancing videos. That text says, hi Maddie, I lost track of the date. Happy birthday, question mark. I hope you're doing well, love dad. That does seem a bit distant, I will say. Then in response to this, after he gets 7 million views, the breakdancing dad speaks out. Of course he does. Okay, I wake up at 6 a.m. to do some work. I get my coffee, I sit down, I open my computer, and what am I greeted with? Well, 
hundreds of comments calling me a deadbeat dad, a child abandoner, and all manner of other insults. So I think, what's this all about? Well, after a few minutes of investigation, I discover that my daughter, Maddie, has made a video about me. She's a screenwriter in Hollywood. She's also a big social media influencer with millions of followers. Some of her videos get millions of views. And this video has tens of millions of views. One million likes, 20,000 comments, 40,000 bookmarks, 30,000 reposts. Not the notes. It's just insane. So I thought I'd better watch this video. And frankly, I was pretty chagrined by what I heard, to say the least. But honestly, the more I watch this video, the more I like it. Well, I like about 98% of it. However, I do need to correct a few statements in the video. Okay, in many ways I love this video. And of course, I love my daughter Maddie. And we get along great, at least I think we do. But a few corrections are in order, or at least a few things that need to be put in context. First, I can see that as a five-year-old, Maddie would see her dad as having abandoned the family. One day I was living there, the next day I wasn't. And that will look like abandonment to a child. But married couples do get divorced about half the time in America. And I was just living a mile or so down the street in LaGrange, Illinois. We just weren't living under the same roof. Now, about not paying medical bills, that's just not correct. Here was the financial arrangement of the divorce. Maddie's mom, my ex-wife, got $2 million at the get-go, out of the gate, a lump sum payment. Plus, I was paying her $18,000 per month in child support and alimony. What did this man do? And can I do that? I'm guessing like, the breakdancing was a side gig, girl. He was like part-time a CEO or something. $18,000 a month and $2 million off the bat? That's like unheard of, I feel like. Yeah. This was later reduced to $12,000 per month. And of course, I paid health insurance and out-of-pocket medical costs. I also put $600,000 into the kids' college fund. In all what did he do? He has to have been like a, a VP of something. Like, that's insane. Literally, like, who has that much just, like, cash? Like, to have all of that at once? Are you kidding? In all, I paid out about $5 million to my ex-wife to cover costs for her and the kids. And this is in 2005 dollars. So add 50% to account for inflation. In other words, I was not a deadbeat dad at all. And by the way, Maddie did not say that in her video. But a lot of the comments assume that and say that. Now, of course, there was no way for Maddie to know how much I was paying because she was a kid. This wasn't something I talked about. Also, remember that I was living one mile down the road from the kids in LaGrange, Illinois. Sidewalks all the way. An easy walk or bike ride. I saw the kids all the time. No abandonment, just a divorce. So, that is definitely a very different situation than what she portrayed, which, no, she doesn't call him a deadbeat dad, but she does say he abandoned us. And like, that's not the same as living down the street. And not to say that just giving money also is like enough to be not a deadbeat dad, but it no. doesn't sound like any of that happened. I don't know how I feel about this. I feel like number one, the way he talks makes me uncomfortable. It feels like very theatric and planned and it's very just, rehearsed. I don't know, yeah. don't like it. But besides that, Money is not everything. I don't care if you gave a billion dollars. You could have just been sending checks. And many dads do just send checks because they have to send checks. You have to understand that is mandatory. Like maybe the medical part wasn't necessarily mandatory, but he did actually make it sound like it was like the health insurance part was. I don't know what they agreed upon, but yeah, he had to pay that money. That wasn't like out of the kindness of his heart. Now, 
I do find it interesting that he waited until the very, very, very end to be like, not only were we close together, because that's one thing, you could be close together, but how often do you actually see them? At the very end, he's like, yeah. well, I saw them all the time. Like, why wouldn't you lead with that? It very much seems like he is a, here's some money, we're good, right? Parent. And that could yeah. be seen as abandonment by anyone. Like uh, that would feel very cold coming from a dad to a child. That would feel like, oh, my dad is there, but is he there? You know what I mean? I get what she means. Like a lot of people yeah. took this as like, she's a fucking liar. I don't know. I see both sides. I liked that he did acknowledge that like as a kid, it's not going to necessarily be interpreted how things actually were. Right. Even if he didn't abandon them, he understands that it could have been felt like he did because she was a five-year-old. Also, you have to ask, just like court-mandated finances, like, what was the custody? Maybe he was only allowed to see them on the weekends or something. And that did also feel like abandonment because she went from living with him to not living yeah, with him Yeah, but he, well, why and, didn't he say that, though? Like, why didn't he say, I saw them every single weekend? I saw them, blah, blah, blah. Like, he did, I don't know, he was and vague about that. We're going to watch her response to his response in a minute. And while his kind of seems to cover all the bases, he also includes some stuff that's like, that's not true. Um, He says that she's a Hollywood screenwriter she's not oh my god she's like an assistant well that's very telling him not knowing what the fuck she does well and then he says this one is just weird he says that she has millions of followers she doesn't she has seventy thousand. not his notes being wrong so here i'm just gonna play hers because she goes over it because she's laughing more at this because it's so absurd because then since it went viral a bunch of people have covered it including one of our favorite people candace owens oh god who obviously can't be expected to do any research whatsoever because she's like you guys all you had to do was click on my profile to know that that's not true okay i'm gonna say one more thing about the breakdancing dad saga this is not a clapback video this is not beef it's something that i have loved that people are not talking about is that there's a sort of Mandela effect happening in the collective consciousness of the internet right now. In his original video and like in his tweet, my dad had posted being like, my daughter is a famous influencer. She has millions of followers. She's a big social media influencer. And now everybody thinks that that's true. Like nobody fact checked that. Like nobody, like everyone's rolling with it. Like every news source, every tweet, like I'm a small creator. I'm not even monetizing my account yet because I'm too small. I have 70,000, like love you guys, but like I definitely don't have millions. And all over his um like social media, he's like my daughter she's a successful hollywood screenwriter at netflix don't know where he got any of that obviously i've told him in the past that i am an assistant i would love that though like he's manifesting that for me but now like everybody's just like talking like that's the truth like candace owens just posted a whole like long podcast being like i'll show you guys there's a young woman her name is maddie she is 24 years old and she decided to go on to yep you guessed it tiktok <laughs> to dump some trauma about her childhood now to be clear maddie's got millions of followers on tiktok did nobody fact check did no. she not did nobody do she never does it's like everybody is even the people who hate me are like manifesting great success for me unhinged and delusional hollywood screenwriter spars with big dancing dad hollywood screenwriter okay it's not giving assistant anymore this is some republican article maddie hart a california-based comedian with a huge tiktok following Woo! you guys need to understand this is a huge step up because when i went viral and ended up on fox news everybody was calling me a self-proclaimed comedian so now it's like the tides are shifting tiktok star okay and this article hates me but honey they're calling me a star anyway you it, whether you like me, whether you hate me, whether you think I'm lying, whether you think my dad's lying. <laughs> Maddie Hart, big, famous, famous girl, famous, rich, famous Hollywood writers. 
Millions, millions of fans. I think she's really funny. Um, But I also agree that it does speak volumes that he says, even not just the millions of followers, because like maybe he's a boomer. He doesn't really understand social media. And he Mm. just... My dad's a boomer and he knows. That's a little weird. It's kind of a misrepresentation. The fact that he says that she's like a big screenwriter in Hollywood. She's an assistant. Um, You don't know that about your daughter? Him not knowing what she does because that's what it's giving, is that he does not know because they don't mm-hmm. talk. Coupled with his, oh, was it your birthday? That kind of text, whatever. She's not lying. Like, he's very disconnected, obviously, as a father. There's one more quick video where she acknowledges the birthday. I'm recording a quick response to all this. I'll probably delete this in the morning because, like, I don't actually have, like, bad will. I posted my video because it's a very funny story. It's very silly. Um... I like to laugh at my trauma instead of like being super sad about it. But I know my dad posted like a 10 minute video or whatever being like, you know, my daughter's lying. We have a great relationship. I have a great relationship with all my kids. That's just objectively not true. Like guys, we're all freaking out about this in my family group chat right now. We're being like, he's so unhinged and delusional. We don't know if he actually believes his own narrative or if he's lying on purpose, but he's just like a weird guy. Yeah, he said he lived down the street from us. That's not true. Or like if he did, it was only for a few months maybe, but actually for most of my childhood, he lived in Florida with his new wife. Like basically like, I don't want to get into this. Like, again, like, my video was basically, like, sanitizing the situation and, like, poking fun at the lightest parts of that childhood trauma. But obviously, in real life, it was a lot more, like, complicated and traumatic. And it was really hard. He left us, immediately married another woman. We didn't hear from him for years. And then he would visit every few months and we'd go out to dinner. But, like... He truly had no hand in raising us at all. We don't speak with any sort of regularity. He doesn't know when my birthday is. Like, as you guys saw in the video I posted, he got it wrong. He gave us some money growing up. I Like, I honestly don't know the nitty gritty of the financial situation. I, I really, really don't. But I do know that several times I've asked him for financial help with medical expenses, like, especially, like, in college, and he wouldn't help me. So that's what I was referring to in my video when I was, like, he wouldn't pay some of my medical bills. I'll probably delete this in the morning, but I'm, you know, two hard kombuchas in, and so I feel the need to kind of defend me and my family's, like, POV. Bottom line is, this guy was a completely absent father. Completely absent father. I don't... He's like, my, I was just a bike ride away from those kids, and it's like, not once did any of us ever, ever take a bike ride to his house. I don't think I've ever been in his house ever. No, this whole thing is so bizarre. Like, I'm so surprised that he responded to my video because I'm just like, damn, I could have actually made you seem like way worse than I made you seem. Like, in my video, I just made you seem like such a whimsical, funny guy. Like, but in real life, it was actually a lot darker. So I'm so surprised that he responded to it. And it's obviously kind of hurtful and weird. But again, we don't really have a relationship. So at the end of the day, it doesn't have a huge effect on me. It's just kind of a bummer for my family. And we're all kind of looking at this and looking at his response. And we're just like, this is crazy. If this is actually his narrative, it's like delusional. That's it. Um, My responses earlier, obviously, were in a vacuum to just the first video. Obviously, they do not still extend to right now. I do think it's interesting because I feel like he was probably referencing, again, things he was obligated to pay for because they were under 18. And she references, no, the ones I'm referencing, like the medical expenses are when I was in college, so she would have already been over 18. And that makes so much fucking sense. I totally believe her. Again, just the happy birthday text alone was very telling to me, but it's very interesting how the internet flip-flopped on this one because I saw so many people on her side. Again, everyone was calling him a deadbeat dad. And like, it is kind of funny that you would at least emotionally abandon your children and then become an amateur break Well, dancer. and the That's way that funny. she frames it is that like, he left the family kind of to become yeah. a breakdancer as if like, that was like, he's pursuing his passion and not as family (laughs) but like in reality he just was an asshole he left and then he happened to also become a break dancer later yeah I do think that it is funny like not obviously for her life but like the break dancing aspect makes it very silly and I get why she shared it but 
yeah, I got a bad vibe from him in the beginning, like in his video. I thought it was very weird and performative and just like kind of pretentious. I don't know. It was just an icky vibe. Yeah, I mean, I believe her. And I just think it's interesting that people jumped so quickly because he posted his video and then people were like, damn, and I believed her too. This is ridiculous. Like, why the fuck? Like all these comments that I'm like, really people? It is interesting though that all the news articles and stuff that she was showing and that she referenced even, I mean, had to at least be two of them. She said one was a Republican article and one was Candace Owens, that that kind of feeds into the narrative that like this generation on social media is unhinged and they just make things up and it it really fit that narrative. So I think maybe not necessarily even all the people that would have originally watched her video, but it's the people that then like saw it later and now it's like being made into like rage bait for people that are like, how dare these kids not appreciate what their parents did for them kind of situation. I saw a comment there that made a lot of sense in the situation. And it was like, you don't get to decide whether or not you are a good parent. Like that's not your conclusion to come to. It is the decision of your child to feel how they felt about their upbringing, regardless of circumstances. Like they get to feel how they feel. And it reminds me of, um, I don't know if you've ever come across these, but there was one in particular that I saw that like a child has decided that they want no more contact with their parent. The TikTok I came across was a mom whose child didn't want the contact, but it was them, it was basically putting it all on the kid and saying like, oh, so you don't want to talk through our issues. You don't want to do this. And you just decided this and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, you're not acknowledging though that there was a lot that probably led them to make that decision. And you did the things that, push them to that extent. That is like a common thing with parents that they put it all on the kid and be like, I did everything I was supposed to. What are you talking about? You're just ungrateful. And it's like, maybe there was some more there though. Yeah, and I think that just ultimately throwing money at children and just being like, you're good, right? Like you have money to eat and shit. Like there's so much more. I mean, being a parent myself, like every single day you show up for your kids. And if you don't, they will know that. And that's it. Like, end of story. You mentioned that like, he does definitely lead with all of his like financial stuff. And he also, you'll note, is like very specific about all of it, which it does seem like he places more importance on that than like spending time with them. How often he saw his kids. Exactly. And then her bringing up the fact that he didn't pay for stuff in college when it's like, well, to him, he's like... I fulfilled my obligations. I don't have to pay you anymore because it seems like he definitely was tallying up how much he had given to support these kids. So he didn't feel like he still was obligated. My dad is definitely someone that has been financially very helpful in my life for sure. And although he's a little bit different with his emotions, he's not necessarily someone that's gonna be like, give me a hug. Like he's not very open with his emotions like that. He has also been there for me. Like he took us to school every day. He would pick me up every day when I would tell him I didn't wanna be in school. Like he was always there and he actually did move like across the street from us when we lived in Kendall. Like, I just feel like there are different ways to show up and just financial is not it. Like, yes, my dad would hand me a check to give to my mom every two weeks, but that was like the minimal part of our relationship. You know what I mean? Like he still took us on vacations, bought us food, bought us clothes, bought us everything like that we needed and still gave that check to my mom. It was not like a replacement for his love, you know? And I feel like for this guy, it is. I think that a lot of people would agree that like, if it was the choice between having your parent be around and having them like give you a bunch of extra stuff, 
most people would pick the having them around versus unless they financial. suck because it doesn't seem like this guy is even a joy to be around but i do get what you mean i think that people would prefer an emotionally available parent in this situation i just think he should have just not made that video that's just so stupid like let her have her thing you know what i mean but um yeah that, that's it for that yeah that's pretty much all we have for you today we're gonna have to skip our we love the internet so sorry can you guys please tag me in more of those on tiktok because i'm running low on my supply i have not been scrolling as much as I should be and yeah I need any more suggestions so give me a tag if you will I want more tags in topics than I do I feel like I get a lot of we love the internet oh yeah no I don't I get more drama than I get we love the switch internet. it up guys but anyway if you guys made it to the end thank you so much we appreciate you as always and um yeah have a great weekend and we will see you on Monday bye cheers bye